finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Well, big news, big news, bad news, disturbing news. The president has cancer. Uh, Joe Biden announced it yesterday in Massachusetts. Uh, And not only does he have cancer, but he got it as a child from oil on the windshield. I knew oil was bad. We knew oil was evil, but we didn't know it was giving kids in Delaware cancer. And oddly, it gave him asthma. A couple of, he said two months ago that it gave about three months ago, it gave him asthma. So oil, we really have to get rid of oil. It's giving kids cancer and asthma. We'll play you that sound. And the uh, attempted cleanup by the White House staff. God, do those people have a tough job. Clean up in aisle Biden once again. I don't think this one went well. It was, uh, the whole event was a dud. You saw all the, all the usual hacks there, Kerry and Markey and my favorite congresswoman, Jake Auchincloss, she looked great at this event. Uh, but uh, uh, it, we'll, we'll, we'll go over the, the uh, press conference because Joe Biden made it clear it is a red alert. It is an existential emergency. It is urgent. And then he went to the beach. This week where he announced this, uh, this, this emergency, he worked one day. One day, essentially, he flew up to Massachusetts, gave a terrible speech, and then off to the beach. That's how dire things are. Man, we got a lot today. Loaded show. We got uh, Uval video from Uvalde. I, I don't know if it's ever going to end. Really disturbing video from in the hallway at the school of the cop, Ruben Ruiz, whose wife was bleeding out in the room. This is just, this is really, really sad. And uh, we also have a a fight that broke out, a verbal fight between the mother of Ramos, the mother of the shooter and the grandmother of a victim. You're not going to believe this scene, man, that town must just be crazy right now. Dave Chappelle was canceled the day of a show in Minnesota because the venue decided uh, bent uh, the, the venue, the venue buckled to the pressure from social media and announced that it is a safe space and it doesn't want people like Dave Chappelle. This is a, an, a venue that hosts comedians. They don't want the biggest, best comedian out there because they want to remain a safe space for their patrons. You, I, I'm going to just going to say ESPN has sunk to a new low last night. We'll tell you who won an ESPY. You're not going to believe it. You thought Caitlyn Jenner was a joke getting an SB, this one is worse. Uh, Jamel Hill's not happy because Jim Harbaugh's Catholic. She hates that. Uh, the AP, I mean the AP, the uh, the Army announced that they ain't, they don't, nobody wants to join. It's really, really kind of a disturbing story. No one's joining the Army, and uh, I think we know why. 
But uh, we got uh, all the details on that story and a lot more on today's Callahan Show, sponsored by MyPillow. We love MyPillow. Just go to MyPillow.com and use code word Jerry for huge discounts. For example, the standard MyPillow, which is normally $69.98, is only $19.98 with code word Jerry. MyPillow is made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you'll ever sleep on. Get it now and you can support this show. Because like us, Mike Lindell is constantly under attack from the cancel culture mob. By purchasing from MyPillow, not only are you helping out us, but you're joining in the fight against the cancel culture crowd. MyPillow isn't in big box stores for obvious reasons, so you can get factory direct pricing if you order from MyPillow.com using code word Jerry. You get the Giza sheets, buy one, get one free, half off slippers, six piece towel sets, regular $109.99, just $39.99 with code word Jerry. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Jerry. Right, we promised you sound gaffes from uh, Joe Biden's appearance yesterday afternoon in Somerset. Uh, Dementia Joe did not disappoint. This could be, in many ways, in many ways, this is the worst gaffe of all. We've gone through them. We've played them. We've laughed at them. We've mocked them. This one was truly bizarre, and it wasn't in the script. I'm pretty sure it wasn't on the teleprompter, and it was impossible for the White House to walk it back, to talk it back, to to clean it up. Uh, if you haven't heard it already, we'll play it. But uh, the, And then we'll play an amazing cut from three months ago when he <laughs> says something very similar. As so many people said last night and on TV, on social media, There, it, it is not actually true that the president has uh, cancer. He doesn't have cancer. He has dementia. And I guess, you know, it's in some ways it's worse because this this man is in office for two and a half more years and he's going to have to speak. He's going to have to work at least one day a week and he's going to do this again and again and again. This is a man in the throes of dementia who just says things that 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 aren't true and doesn't consider the consequences. I can't imagine being whoever is pulling the strings here, Dr. Jill, Susan Rice, Barack Obama, Ron Klain, and they're watching this and and they're looking at each other going, did he just say he has cancer? (laughs) I think he did. And when we played the, I I suppose the funniest one is end of quote, uh, you know, repeat the line. That's That's hilarious. And they tried to clean that up. They said he meant to say it. He was supposed to say let me repeat the line. Obviously, they're lying. Obviously, he was reading from the teleprompter something he wasn't supposed to read. But I'll, I'll get to the to the the cleanup effort from the White House staff on this one. It, it, it didn't work. It didn't work. They they just don't. They just couldn't do it. They couldn't clean up this ridiculous uh, statement that he has cancer. <laughs> and the way he said, I mean, think of this. I want you to consider this. He says that he has cancer, like a lot of people in Delaware, because everyone in Delaware has cancer, which, again, isn't true. I believe I believe Delaware is like 15th in the country in uh, in cancer cases. They're not even close to number one, but he wants to he wants bragging rights for his home state. Yeah, that's we're number one in cancer. (laughs) What is that? Where does that come from? He's sitting on an empty lot where they're going where an Italian company is going to manufacture underwater cables 
for uh, windmills out in the ocean, windmills. That, that's his big photo up. And all the climate change cultists, all the all the alarmists are there, including Kerry, whose face was just fallen off in the heat. Ed Markey, Liz Warren, uh, the, the lovely Jake Auchincloss, a beautiful congresswoman. Um, we'll get to that. But <laughs> he, he's sitting at this site and he somehow makes the leap, I guess in his mind, that oil's evil, right? Oil's bad. No one likes oil. So he decides to go with this. Oil is so bad that it used to rain on our car in the, what would that be, the 40s when he was a kid? Yeah, the 40s, the 50s. So there would be oil raining down on our car, and that gave me cancer. Let's listen. My mother drove us, and rather than us be able to walk. And guess what? The first frost, you know what was happening. You had to put on your windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. And why can't for the longest time Delaware had the highest cancer rate in the nation? Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's casually telling the world that he has cancer. And you're watching this. I, I tweeted after our show yesterday, I tweeted, I was sitting down getting ready to watch the gaff, the gaff machine. And immediately I got like a dozens of people saying, he just said he has cancer. They can't, they can't clean it up yet. They have to just let him go. And so the whole country or, you know, people in the media, people watching this stuff closely are saying, the president just said he is, and, and is that, he didn't mumble, bumble, fumble. He didn't uh, lose his way. He just said, that's why I have cancer. I guess it's a good thing. Nobody takes him seriously. If this were a, you know, a serious president, even one that I don't like, like Barack Obama, if this were, you know, Ronald Reagan, or this were even, even, you know, Donald Trump, you'd say. I miss Obama so said, much. He just said he had cancer. So afterwards they go, I got the story here with the, the cleanup effort. It's hilarious. Like uh, the, the uh, members of the Biden team, including uh, the fact checker from the Washington post, who's, you know, a de facto Biden aide says, how ridiculous he, he said that because he had uh, melanoma on his face. Cause he's had a lot of sun as a kid. So years ago he had melanoma, uh, some spots taken off his face which happens to a lot of Irish Catholics in their old age. You get, you know, they have these cancer spots. You have them taken off. They want the, the Washington Post slash the Biden team want you to believe that's what he was talking about. I mean, honest to God, at some point they have to just throw up their arms and say, I don't know where that came from. He didn't mean it. He didn't. It's not true. He's an idiot. You know, you have to just say that if you're in the media slash, you know, on Biden's team here, Biden's comms team, you have to admit he just screwed up. He doesn't have cancer. That's the good news. The bad news, he sure looks like he has dementia. Uh, uh, the, the, this is from uh, The Blaze. The White House rushed out to mop up another gaffe from Joe Biden after he claimed he has cancer. Uh, and, and, and by the way, during this uh, little riff on cancer, he gave you a couple of tells. These are tells about that he's just making something up. He said, no joke or no lie or I'm serious or guess what? Guess what? Honestly, is a president, a 79-year-old man supposed to say, guess what? It sounds like a child. Guess what? 
the first frost, you know what's happening. You put on your windshields and there's oil on the window. Okay. Am I missing some? Why is it the first frost? Doesn't it rain occasionally in the fall and the summer? You don't put your windshield wipers on until the first frost. What does that have to do with the wipers? This story is just so silly and so ridiculous. Let me find uh, well, he, the... He, uh, he always speaks like a World War II letter reads. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first frost... Uh, the White House chimed in to reiterate that Biden was not confirming a new diagnosis but that he was merely referring to previous bouts of skin cancer, which he had removed. Okay. He got skin cancer from oil on the windshield. What? (laughs) What? No, no, that's not true. That has nothing to do with skin cancer. Skin cancer comes from the sun. Mm -hmm. Everyone, I mean, at the time they admitted it, he had too much sun as a kid, not enough sunscreen. It happens. That has nothing to do with what he was saying yesterday. He is so gone, so shot that he thinks he has to make this this existential threat. Oil, you know, fossil fuels are going to kill us all. So he says, here's how I'll, you know, ramp it up a little. Here's how I'll punch it up. I'll say oil gave me cancer. Now, any clear thinking, lucid person, even in their latter years, is going to say, I can't say that. It's not a it's not true. And B, it's alarming. To the country, for the president, as as cartoonish as he is, for the president to come out and say of cancer, it's a pretty big deal. Now, he, he knows the most of the mainstream media will ignore it or excuse it, apologize for it. But, you know, people, honest people are paying attention, are thinking, this is frightening. This is frightening because it's one of two things. Either he has cancer or he doesn't. He just thought he would lie about it to make oil sound even more evil. Oil on the windshield gave me cancer and everyone else in Delaware. That's so friggin' nuts. I honest God, if he had cancer, it would make more sense. This is a, a man who's completely gone, completely gone mentally. I understand why he's working one day this week. He has to, whatever, recover from this 20-minute speech. One day, he did nothing on Monday, did nothing on Tuesday. He gave a speech on Wednesday, and then he headed back to the beach. That is the commander-in-chief, the toughest job in the world, a a seven-day-a-week job. The guy in office now works one day a week. That's not the big headline, but that that is a fact. Your president put in one day, and by the way, on that day, he said he's dealing with an existential threat that's going to kill all humanity. He's, he's dealing with it because it's an emergency. Okay, you know, see at the beach. God, I hope they have chocolate, chocolate chip. That is, this guy's, uh, I don't know how many ways I could say it. This is scary. This is truly, truly scary. Does the media uh, demand a full physical and report? Like right. when Trump said uh, he had, he was underweight. <laughs> they were like, we right. need a full report. We need everything, blood pressure, and- all that. Trump was one pound from being obese. He was 249, 250 was obese. And he just happened to come in at 249. Trump was, was fat and he ate, you know, Kentucky fried chicken and McDonald's. And he was a thousand times healthier and certainly more lucid, sharper than this guy. Let's get to the best part of this. The best part is uh, you, you just heard what he said about oil on the windshield as a kid on his way to elementary school, that oil on the windshield gave him cancer. You heard that. They walked it back, said, no, he's talking about melanoma, which is it was skin cancer from sun. Anyway, 
This is three months ago. Three months ago. This is this man is pathological. This this he does not he has no relationship with the truth. Speaking to a group, speaking to the world is not is no reason not to just make stuff up. I mean, again, I'll say it. He is so comfortable lying, making stuff up, even if it's not really important, just making stuff up about, you know, he played college football or he fought corn pop or, uh, you know, just lying about things when he grew up, things his father said, his mother said. He lies constantly. But does he not understand that this is on videotape? Does he not understand that people are watching and listening that he's the president? We just play. You know what? Can we play them both back to back? Yeah, sure. Okay, this, uh, which one first? April 1st? Yeah, April 1st. April. Okay, this, the first cut is from April. The second one is from yesterday. Listen to the leader of the free world talk about what those, what the oil on the windshield did to him when he was a child. And I, we, I, when I went to a small little school. This is April. That was about uh, a mile from the apartment complex we lived in. And a little school called Holy Rosary. And I, you couldn't walk to school because although it was a four-lane access highway, it was just too dangerous to cross some of the streets. And my mother would get in the... And when it came spring, I mean, it came in the fall. This is the God's truth. And you'd get in the car, and there's a little frost on the window. Turn on the windshield wiper, there'd be an oil slick. Not a joke. I have asthma, and 80% of the people who, in fact, we grew up with have asthma. I just okay. in an apartment complex when we moved to Delaware yeah, July. yesterday. And yeah. just up the road to a little school I went to, Holy Rosary Grade School. And because it was a four-lane highway that was accessible, my mother drove us and rather than us be able to walk. And guess what? The first frost, you know what was happening. You had to put on your windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. The same story, obviously made up, the same oil on the windshield. In April, he said it gave him asthma. In July, he said it gave him cancer. Now, you know some people who are, you know, liars, inveterate liars. Uh, I do. I don't know anybody who would lie that blatantly, brazenly, and expect you to believe it. You have, it's not, again, like he's lying about, you know, his hairy legs or one of these other stupid things he lied about. Or something his mother said, or father said, when he saw two guys kissing, just totally made up. But that's essentially harmless. It's obviously a little white lie that nobody believes. But this is the president of the United States telling you in April that the oil slick on the windshield gave him asthma. In July, saying the oil slick on the windshield gave him cancer. He doesn't seem to comprehend that that's a big effing deal. When, when the president tells the world that he has cancer and the you know oil gave it to him. I, I mean, honest, that must be so amazing afterwards when he goes into the limo and, you know, they get this ice cream waiting for him and they have to, whatever. Uh, and they have to give him his meds, here's your pills, this is, you know, take this pill, take this pill, take this pill. And they say, Joe, did you just say you had cancer? And he, he probably says, I don't know, did I? I don't know, I, did I? It, remarkable that that man is in office for two and a half more years. And by the way, the whole, the whole, the whole event was 
absurd on his face. The whole event, we're saying we have to do something with the heat. It's hot. It's hot. We're all going to die. They had a poll yesterday. I don't even know if we mentioned this. Fox News, somebody did a poll asking people, what's the biggest problem facing the country today? 1% said climate change. 1%. They, they broke it down by age. 18 to 30-year-olds, you know, the people who are laying down in traffic, 3%. No one is buying what they're selling. No one believes you, John Kerry. No one's listening to you, Ed Markey. You are talking to a, this, the cult, and it's a small cult. 1% thinks this problem, which is allegedly going to kill us all in eight years, that's going to destroy the earth. 1% of people think it's the biggest problem. It is like there's like 13 other things ahead of it on the list, including you know the southern border, fentanyl, crime, inflation, gas prices, you name it. They're all more important to people than climate change, which is going to kill us all. Nobody believes. Nobody is buying what they're selling. But anyway, before we move on, we got to get to the uh, introduction from uh, uh, Massachusetts Congresswoman Jake Oakenclaus. Is that how you say it? I don't know this guy. I mean, I know nothing about this guy, but he's, he's, one, of the, he's one of the guys, by the way, who let – the Colbert clowns, the nine people that he invited them in so they could trespass and and uh, mount their insurrection in the Capitol. Of course, they're on the Biden team, so charges were dropped. Oakenclaus is one of the guys, I mean, sorry, one of the girls who let them in. Yeah. But he's a congressman, congressman from Massachusetts, so he's there glomming on at this, this bizarre event in Somerset yesterday, and here's the president introducing him. Arkansas sauce, where is she? There you go, Jake. <laughs> Arkansas, what do you say? Arkansas, Arkansas. Arkansas sauce, where is she? There you go, Jake. Arkansas sauce, where is she? He doesn't even know if the congressman is a man or a woman. <laughs> Jake, what does that belong Jake. to? Yeah, Jake. That's confusing. It's not like his name is Pat. His name is Jake. Where is she? Jake, Where is Jake, she? Jake Tapper. She's my favorite. Yeah, it, honestly, if you're Jake Auchincloss, this is you know the highlight of your life. You're appearing with the president. You're screaming about climate change, and the friggin' president says, "Where is she?" <laughs> <laughs> I will say this: we we teased this yesterday. Said there's going to be some gaffes. I this exceeded my. Yeah, wildest think. expectations. <laughs> Honest to God, with the man saying oil on the windshield gave him cancer, along with everyone else in Delaware. <laughs> he must be people from Delaware just must be so embarrassed. I think it's bad to say, yeah, I'm from Massachusetts. I got Liz Warren and Ed Markey and Jake Oakenclaus in Sus. Delaware. You sent this buffoon, this empty husk of a man to Congress for 35 years, 36 years. Then he was vice president. Now he's the president. And every time he opens his mouth, he embarrasses the state. But, you know, I guess he's back in town. Delaware is so bad. Everyone has asthma. Everyone has cancer. But he still runs back there every freaking Thursday for a four-day weekend. Must be something good about Delaware. I guess he's got, you know, mansions all over the place. But, um, this by is- the way, this all these reports saying, you know, they're getting close to indicting Hunter Biden. This is going to, this is going to be good. It's going to be a total bag job. You watch. Is that, is that's, that her? That's the lovely, beautiful Jake Auchincloss sauce. Where is she? Where is she? Jake, <laughs> Jake, where is she? Oh, the surgeries Hunter- are getting pretty good. I must say. <laughs> 
Yes. Honestly. Uh, yeah. I'm surprised Rachel Levine wasn't there. She's a uh, um, proud native of the, uh, I'm an admiral. Massachusetts. <laughs> Rachel Levine was busy, uh, scaring people away from joining the military. Our four-star admiral, Rachel Levine. All right. We got so much more to get to big day. I said, I'm going to have trouble jamming this all into an hour, but, uh, we will do our best. Save that, save that Biden, save the two back-to-back cuts. I haven't seen that too many places, but I'm not sure. Even if you're a huge Biden supporter, maybe we can get one of the, by one of our listeners who loves, or supports, but no one loves him, but supports him. All they'll say is what about Trump, 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 Trump. But how do you defend that? How do you defend a guy telling a lie that that is that significant? I mean, again, he's not lying about whatever what sports he played or his father's he's lying about having cancer and he's a very vulnerable man. If he gets COVID, the whole world's going to be like, uh Oh, uh Oh, he's going to get COVID and he'll be fine. Cause most people are, he's thin, but that'll be a little bit of a concern when Joe Biden gets COVID. Of course he'll lie about it. He'll say he has COVID when he doesn't or whatever. But uh, yes, he is. He is the gift that keeps on giving said Mark. I was, hoping for some good gaffes, some good laughs, but this was more concerning than anything that you, you think you could just say that and move on. I guess, again, you'll, you'll, you know, the Washington post is trying to explain it away. I'm sure the New York times is the Boston globe. Oh yeah. He's just talking about melanoma. They're lying. They're lying for him. That's what they do every day. That's why they show up at work every day to lie, to spin, to cover up, to clean up the mess in aisle Biden. But Whoa, breaking news, breaking news. You have the breaking news sound. Uh, Ironhead, play some uh, breaking news sound. Uh, Joe Biden, first first asthma, then cancer, now COVID. He has finally tested positive. I was wondering when this day was going to come. We all get it. Joe Biden tested positive for COVID. The uh, White House just announced, just released a statement. This means, you know what this means? No trip to, to the beach. No trip to the his favorite ice cream stand. By the way, if anyone should be isolating, it should be the ladies, the woman, the kids who probably work at that ice cream stand. They, they see him more than anybody. But he's going to stay at the White House. No trip to the beach. He worked one day this week, but he's going to isolate at the White House. The statement just released from Karine Jean-Pierre. She says, this morning, President Biden tested positive for COVID-19. He's fully vaccinated and twice boosted and experiencing mild symptoms. He's begun taking Paxlovid, Paxlovid, consistent with CDC guidelines. He will isolate at the White House and will continue to carry out all the duties fully during that time. What, what duties are those? He was going to take the take a four-day weekend. Uh, he has been in contact with members of the White House staff by phone, and he will participate in his planned meetings at the White House this morning via phone and Zoom. As expected, he's thankfully twice boosted and vaccinated. And I say this all the time, for the most you know, young people, it doesn't matter. Healthy people, it doesn't matter. This is why the vaccine was invented, why, why Trump invented the vaccine for old, vulnerable people. He is weak. He's frail. Obviously, he's been sick. He's had cancer. He's had asthma. He's had uh, all kinds of issues over the years. Um, guy like this should be vaccinated. He should be isolated. He should take all the meds that they've denied you know, other people. Uh, over the last two years, but he will be fine. He will be fine. 
he'll probably give it to Dr. Jill or whoever else he's been around, but they'll be fine. He's not obese. He's old, but he's not that old. So uh, he'll be fine, even though this is big, big news. It's big news around the world. He actually has COVID, I think, unlike, you know, cancer. He actually has COVID, but like, you know, 98 point something percent of the people who get it, he'll be fine. He probably won't be hospitalized. He will not be intubated. I'm just going to go out on a limb and predict he'll isolate for a couple of days like most of us did, like I did. And uh, he'll be fine by next week. He wasn't going to do anything for the next four days anyway. He was headed to the beach. He was headed for the uh, bike ride or whatever, go to the beach. And uh, instead, he will isolate in the White House and uh, do, you know, do what he has to do. Take his meds, take his fluids, rest up and uh, be fine. But uh, big, big news, huge news. The president finally got COVID. Feels like everybody's got it except him. You know, Kamala had it. Everyone in the in Congress had it. Everybody's the only one who didn't survive was Herman Cain. Everybody else has been fine, including Donald Trump, who's borderline obese. He was fine. Chris Christie was fine. Go ahead, pop up the Chris Christie picture. That's your favorite thing to do. Uh, but uh, he'll he'll be fine. Big news. I wonder if people around the world think it's real. I mean, they they know most of what he says is just made up. Do you think they're saying like in Russia and China and everywhere else going, he's just making it up. There's Chris Christie right there. That man got COVID. I think he went to the hospital too. He was hospitalized, but he was fine. That was a long time ago. Now the strains are weaker. The treatments are better. The president will have no problem, I'm sure. But uh, is this, I guess, is this how they get rid of him though? Uh, <laughs> you think we're in for a, uh, a couple of days of wild conspiracy theories? Oh yeah, definitely. I tell you what, I, again, I think he'll be fine. Most people are, but if we find out tomorrow that he's on his way to, uh, Walter Reed and we find out he's having trouble breathing, you're right. That is huge news. And that is not good news. Even if you can't stand the man like me, like someone like me, I don't want Kamala Harris ascending to the throne. No. I hate the thought of Kamala Harris taking taking over the duties of the president. I mean, he's bad. She worse. And then who's the, that is the big 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 breaking news this morning. Joe Biden tests positive for COVID and is experiencing quote mild symptoms. We will see. We'll watch, we'll wait, we'll see how he does isolating for the next couple of days, but again, there's no reason to no reason to be alarmed. He'll 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 be fine. I just think it's amazing the destruction that an oily windshield can cause. You know, first he gets asthma, then cancer, and now COVID, all because of that damn oily windshield in Delaware. It was made in Wuhan. <laughs> you think you think that 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 rain? What does he say? The rain had oil in it. You think that came from Wuhan? Hey, wouldn't be surprised, but. We'll keep an eye on that, and uh, I'm just going to go out on a limb and predict it will be no problem, but we'll see. All right, let's get to this. So, you, you know, the, the video from Biden is not the most disturbing video of the day. We, and we take you to Evaldi, Texas once again. I was saying this to you earlier. You imagine, like, life in Evaldi right now, that Dairy Queen, which sanitizer man, the cop that, you know, sanitized his hands and looked at his phone, he went to Dairy Queen after church on Sunday morning, which is a little weird going for ice cream after church. But hey, 
I guess when we see the photo, and we'll get to it, the photo of the Uvalde Police Department all assembled together, group photo, you'll understand that they spend a lot of time at Dairy Queen. Look at these slobs. This is the Uvalde PD. Is there one of them that could fit into his freaking uniform? Honestly, as this, as I tweeted, this is a, a new a new program on uh, TLC. My six hundred pound life, the <laughs> law enforcement division. These slobs couldn't run down a you know a, a, a three legged man, a, a one legged man. You know they they that this is these people have to pass like a physical fitness test to get on the force. They, they can not one of them can button their top button if they had to. And uh, including some of the slobs who were in the hallway, the 19 guys in the hallway outside of the classroom, room 112, where 19 children were slaughtered and two teachers. One of the teachers, her husband, was a cop. We've talked about him. We've gone back and forth. Initially, we criticized him. Ruben Ruiz is his name. He's a, a, a police officer uh, with the uh, Uvalde School PD. He was looking at his phone and he was uh, like leaning against the hiding behind the wall. And then we found out he's the one with the Punisher logo right on his phone. Yeah. Yeah. So he he got caught looking at his phone. He got mocked. And then the next day we found out one of the teachers was his wife. So we said who was texting him at the time was texting him saying, I've been shot. I'm dying. Now we feel awful for Ruben Ruiz. This is this is just awful. She's on. He's in the hallway on the other side of that door. His wife is dying. So initially we're like, that is so, I mean, the poor guy, this is brutal. This is the worst nightmare. So this video is released yesterday. Now my initial reaction is this poor bastard right on the other side of that door. We're looking at, if you're watching along is a bunch of dead kids and a two dead teachers, including his wife. So I'm thinking he's going to just flip out, lose it, just run through that door and maybe he'll get shot. Maybe he'll take out Ramos. I mean, that's be the react. Watch what he does when he tells he knows she texts him. She says, I'm shot. I'm dying. I hate to criticize a grieving widower, but I'm sorry, Ruben, you got to try harder than this. This is uncomfortable to watch, but go ahead and play it. <laughs> Ruben, 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 Ruben. She said she's shot, Johnny. Oh my God! That that is. I'm not sure which cop that is. We'll find out. Ruben, Ruben. She he grabs him gently by the shoulder and pulls him back. And Ruben says, "She says she's shot," and he just walks away. <laughs> I mean, again, he's. Maybe he's in shock. His wife is dead. Maybe he, he thinks she's already thinks she's dead. He doesn't look like know. his feet are really under him when he's walking. He, I guess he's in shock. He's kind of in la la land. He's you know in in a, in a haze. But how does any husband, particularly one with a gun in his hand, not run through that door? I mean, <laughs> how does he not? Just flip out. Say, get your hands off me. My wife's in there. Don't touch me. I mean, you bunch of freaking cowards. This is remarkable. We thought these guys, we, we know these guys are cowards. We know they let kids die. We know they listened from the other side of the door as children were murdered. But that's how you react when your wife is one of the victims? And, I, you know, I 
people were, some people on Twitter were upset at me for saying that, but what else, what other reaction could you have? Honestly, what other reaction could you have when you see that, that this man is a little too, uh, I don't know, calm, submissive, docile when his, his wife is murdered like 10 feet away. If you're not watching us, he's right in front of the door. It's right there. <laughs> and the door's unlocked and he's armed. I mean, don't you have to go in there and say, the hell with this. Uh, I might get shot, but my wife is in there and she's dying. It is, that is a really disturbing video. And it's one of, you know, thousands more. As you pointed out the other day, we haven't even heard, and I don't know if we ever will, like the sounds, all the 911 calls, the screams. We've heard some gunshots, but we've not heard the screams. We've certainly not seen the video of them taking, you know, dead kids and dead teachers out on stretchers or, or, or tending to their wounds, but there's a lot more to come. But do we have, we have uh, Mama Ramos yesterday? Cause this is a pretty wild video too. Again, life in Uvalde must be so nuts at this, at the, you know, whatever at the store at Walmart, at, you know, at Seven Eleven, at Dairy Queen. Uh, it, it just must be insane. This is a video and I don't know who the cameraman is. He's right there. I guess there's a couple of cameramans, cameramen. You can see both angles. This is the mother of the shooter arguing, yelling at, and the, and the, and the grandmother, I believe of a victim, the, the mother, the grandmother of a victim, I think is been, uh, she's done a lot of media. It's, it's heartbreaking. I saw her on TV two days ago with, I believe her son, father of one of the girls, one of the kids murdered they are on the, it's like on the side of the road and they're yelling at each other. And the mother of Ramos starts saying, you have no reason to judge. You have no right to judge my son. She's telling the relatives of a dead child murdered by her son that they don't have a right to judge him. Uh, again, these people are grieving. Their minds are probably shot. And she does eventually say, I'm sorry. But <laughs> what kind of person says you have no right to judge the man who murdered your child? That is a really bizarre take. But uh, can we watch it? Can we hear this? Is this the one where you can clearly hear what she's saying? Because mm-hmm. there's a couple of versions. Yep. Let's go. En plenas calles de Uvalde se enfrentaron verbalmente familiares de los Ignore niños víctimas Spanish. del tiroteo con la mamá de Salvador Ramos, asesino de los 19 niños. Ante las acusaciones de los padres de que su hijo era un... May God forgive May y'all. May God for... forgive you. May God forgive you. Uh, do you really have to play the Spanish news version? I mean, why, why do we have that there? That's the only okay. one I could find. Okay, well, you didn't look hard enough because I've seen like three times, but go ahead. I think next we, we we can play her saying you have no right to judge my son. And then she says, I'm sorry. She actually says he's a he was a coward. I know that. How is she even out in public? Can't she go visit relatives somewhere else and just stay the hell out of Avaldi? She's going to live there and fight with people who lost their kids I guess, again, you don't know how to, people are going to react when you're dealt with this kind of you know, atrocity. But if that's your child who killed, who just destroyed the whole town, destroyed the, the, the heart, the soul of the town, 
Why are you out there fighting with people? Jesus. Oh, you have no right to judge my son. And that the God's going to forgive you for doing so? Like, what is that? Why, she, why are they you? together, by the way? Did it say? I don't know. It's a weird thing on the side of the road. Yeah. I mean, I can understand the grandmother, the mother, the father of the dead kids, of a dead kid yelling at her. I mean, right. But why is she yelling back? You have no right. May God forgive you. God's going to, God doesn't have to forgive them, you, you idiot. But uh, it has just gotten crazy. And by the way, I think today or tomorrow, sometime this week, uh, they're going to vote to fire uh, uh, Arredondo. So that'll be a good day. Get that slob out of there finally and put someone else in charge. I mean, they have to do it. What else are you going to do? You're going to have to see him remain in power. And then I think after he's gone, then you start firing the rest of these bums. And, uh, uh, you know, they, they, maybe they could find some new cops, some new officers who are, you know, under 300 pounds, just see. And maybe some who have some some guts, some some courage, because they sure don't have a lot on that, they, on that uh, force. And I, 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 Jen, I can't imagine them out driving around in cruisers and showing up at, at calls and, and just showing their faces, their big, fat, round, bloated faces in that town. How does that work? All right, we'll just wait. There'll be another day and more video, and it's just never going to end from... Uh, from uh, Uvalde. I but. just don't, I just am baffled as to why she would walk anywhere near these people, <laughs> let alone scream at them like that. Like I would be Wouldn't in a be different state. I'd be gone. I mean, you'd be like, so I uh, guess you'd be, first of all, I'd have a mask. So maybe they wouldn't recognize me, but I'd find somewhere to go. You must have some relative in some other town or some other place. Can I stay with you for a while? I got to get out of this town. My son just destroyed this freaking town. And, you know, you don't blame her, though. I guess, you know, I guess you do. It's to some level. But it's not her fault that he bought the guns, I don't think, unless she gave him the money. It's not like that, uh, that uh, who's the, I can't keep my, my mass shooters straight. The, the guy who, oh, in Chicago or in uh, uh, outside Chicago, when the guy signed the FID application for his son, knowing his son was a psycho, and then he shot up the 4th of July parade. That father belongs in jail. I'm not sure about this mother. I mean, he did shoot his grandmother in the face. So I think uh, the family probably knew he was trouble. I'm not sure they knew what they could do about it. But anyway, that's the latest from Avaldi. Must be a lovely time of year. It's 117 degrees and everybody's screaming at each other and these cops just keep getting fatter. Uh, anyway, let's do, uh, let's do Shay. And then we'll get to this Dave Chappelle story which is just incredible. You, you have to hear what a venue, a theater in Minnesota did hours before Dave Chappelle, the preeminent comedian in America today, was about to take the stage. But first, uh, let's talk about Shea Concrete. You know what they can do for you? you know, this summer, you got to do a summer home improvement project. I got one for you. New precast concrete steps, whether you're building a new home or you're remodeling an old one. Shea has great values on precast concrete steps with designs that will fit your home. There are many options available, including concrete, but you can also customize with beautiful stone or brick. A new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your, your home, giving you a much better curb appeal. You'll be the envy of the neighborhood. They remove the old steps, bring in new steps within hours. You got a whole new look and your house is looks better and is worth more. 
This isn't just an, uh, this isn't an expense. This is an investment, an upgrade in your home. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll have a brand new front entrance and you will love it. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. Also at SheaConcrete.com, you got to look for a job, a good one. Shea is hiring. They're always hiring. The business is good. It is booming. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. All right, have you tried Callahan Coffee yet? Well, you should. It's really good stuff. Our first branded product, this is a premium dark roast blend roasted fresh to order in Waltham, Mass. The Callahan Coffee blend combines beans from three continents to create a unique natural coffee flavor rich with chocolate and sweet with caramel taste notes creating a full-body dark roast with low acidity. People keep telling us they love it. They keep ordering more. You got to try it. Callahan Coffee is a great way to directly support this show. So order now at CallahanCoffee.com. That's CallahanCoffee.com. All right, the, sh- the theater is called the First, is it just First uh, Avenue? What is the name of this theater? Uh, um, obviously, First Avenue. A theater in uh, a club, essentially. Well, I guess it wouldn't be a club. It's bigger because it's Dave Chappelle in Minnesota. He was ready to take the stage, I think, last night. It says, this is from uh, Daily Wire. Iconic music venue, First Avenue, caved to backlash on Thursday, canceling comedian Dave Chappelle's show hours before his performance was slated to start. The venue has reportedly been receiving backlash for planning to host Chappelle. The comedian leans left, but has refused to play the politically correct game with his material, specifically when it comes to radical gender theory. This is a club, I'm sorry, a venue, a theater that hosts comedians, big ones. This is their statement they posted on social media last, uh, is it last night? This is Thursday evening, but this would have been Wednesday evening, I believe. Quote, check out the statement. We hear you. The Dave Chappelle show tonight at First Avenue has been canceled and is moving to the Varsity Theater. We know we must hold ourselves to the highest standards and we know we let you down. We are we are not just a black box with people in it. And we understand that First Ave is not just a room, but a meaning, but meaningful beyond our walls. The First Avenue team and you have worked hard to make our venues the safest spaces in the country, and we will continue with that mission. What the hell is going on? This I realize this is Minnesota. There's the statement. Read it. (laughs) We want the venue to be the safest space in the country, a comedy, essentially, a, a club that hosts comedians, including Dave Chappelle, who they signed and booked and had a contract with. They want a club to be the safe. What? what uh, even if they thought this, even if they believe this, you actually say this, you have a communications team, a, a PR team. And they say, we want our club to be the safest space in the country. No, no, you don't. No, 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 you don't. You, you hire a guy who you know is going to offend some people. He's going to make everyone laugh. He's going to entertain most people. The people who go there are buying tickets to see Dave Chappelle. They're clearing their schedules and they're going into town and they're going to see Dave Chappelle. They don't want the safest space in the country. This is a club, by the way, 
I'm sure this Minnesota, this, this club had to have been closed for, you know, a year by, you know, COVID hysteria, COVID overreaction. They have to be struggling at some level. They book the biggest show, biggest comedian in the world right now in the country. And hours before he takes the stage, they can't takes the stage. They cancel because of tweets, because of tweets. You know that what it, you know that's what it is. People tweeted and said this is awful. And then when they canceled them, they had a select few. Uh, you can look this up. Of, uh, you can look at right under the statement. A bunch of people saying thank you. We appreciate it. We don't need more transphobes. We don't need any of this transphobic, you know, nonsense. Uh, they, they commended the club for canceling a comedian because he might say words that would hurt their sensitive feelings. We, we are at a frightening time in this country, truly frightening that a private company, a private business bends to the mob, the woke mob, the transgender mob, which represents about one tenth of 1% of the country. Again, no one is more ruthless. No one's more, more, more vicious than the trans mob and no one wields a, a, a more disproportionate size of amount of power than these people. They can cancel. What chance does some small time comedian, what chance does Ironhead Oconee have when he takes the stage? You can't do any transphobic humor because they'll just ruin your life. They'll ruin your career. Chappelle is too big to cancel. He played the other plug, plays varsity. I'm sure he offended some people when he went to varsity. But how is this? How is this even a thing right now? Uh, today, July 21st, the 50th anniversary. Today, 50 years ago, George Carlin did his seven dirty words. He was arrested. He did it in Milwaukee. He, uh, uh, I'm leaving it up to you. Uh, you're the executive producer. You want to play the uh, Carlin bit? It's all we all, we have a two minute clip, and it's historic. And the difference is he was arrested. This was the government. You know, that's bad. Private enterprise, private businesses now who are in the business of entertaining people, in the business of creating unsafe spaces. Now they're doing the work instead of the government. They're canceling comedians. George Carlin was brilliant. He was a, in some ways a crazy liberal. He was a libertarian, but he was some brilliant. Ways. <laughs> uh, he well, you know, he was. You think he would be in favor, right? If he were alive no. today, he would not be a, a a liberal. He would not be a Democrat. He'd be Bill Maher ish. He would be challenging the the authority, the government overreach. He'd be ch- challenging the uh, authoritarian left, uh, the the cancel culture. You think Carlin would be supporting this? The trans mob shutting down comedians. He would be like 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 Bill Maher or Glenn Greenwald. He'd be one of these former liberals, former liberals who would be disgusted with the current Democrat Party, the current uh, woke mob. Absolutely. But uh, what do you think? You want to play a little bit of? Uh, Absolutely. Uh, let, let's listen to the, the great George. I'm telling you, here's how I know I'm better than these people, these trans mob people. I'm better. It's because he would... There's lots of stuff he said offended me. He was a big pro-abortion guy. He he would he would have hated Trump. He was so anti-religion. He would mock, you know, 50 years ago, mock the Catholic Church or or any uh, organized religion, and I would still laugh. I didn't get I didn't get offended. I loved him, and he would absolutely attack certain things that were were near to dear to me. But I I I have a sense of humor. These clowns. 
these 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 little these little trans mob mobsters they can't do that they don't have a sense of humor you can make fun of anybody now anybody you can make fun of you know men women whatever uh but you can't make fun of them you can't make fun of men pretending to be women or women pretending to be men they are off limits they are the sacred cow you can't touch them colin would absolutely do exactly what Dave Chappelle does. He would go after them and, and if they canceled them, fine. If they arrested them, fine. But um, this is a warning. If you're uh, in the car with your children, this is one of the most, this is might even be the most iconic comedian uh, riffs from any comedian ever. The seven dirty, dirty words, by the way, he expands the list to about 50 dirty words, which is when it gets really, really funny. But let's listen to the great George Carlin. So many ways of describing these dirty words. It's, well, we have more ways to describe dirty words than we actually have dirty words. That seems a little strange to me. It seems to indicate that somebody was awfully interested in these words. They kept referring to them. They called them bad words, dirty, filthy, foul, vile, vulgar, coarse. In poor taste, unseemly, street talk, gutter talk, locker room language, barracks talk, bawdy, naughty, saucy, raunchy, rude, crude, lewd, lascivious, indecent, profane, obscene, blue, off-color, risque, suggestive, cursing, cussing, swearing, and all I could think of was shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. <laughs> Shit, this fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. That was my original list. I knew it wasn't complete, but it was a starter set, you know? Shit, this fuck, yes, WBAI is the one who played them. Shit, this fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Now, that was the original list. We've added a few words since then. We've added fart, turd, and twat. And I know there are some other words that many of you are wondering about, why they haven't been considered, why they haven't shown up on the list thus far. We're looking at them all very closely. Some of your favorites might make the list this year. Asshole, ball bag, hard on, piss hard, blue balls, tape, nookie, snatch, box, pussy, pecker, pecker head, pecker tracks, jism, joint, doniker, dork, boomtang. sounding word, dingleberry, sounds Christmassy to me, you know. <laughs> Let's put one on the tree, Dad. Right. What a mind. He is not looking at any teleprompter. He's not looking at any, any notes. I once saw Janine Garofalo, and she was awful. Uh, I know you're a big comedy guy. Shocking. She, <laughs> she had a stool, and she had notes on the stool, and she yeah. stood behind the stool reading the notes. Where were you? Suppo- it was uh, at the uh, Dennis Leary thing. The uh, I think it was the Orpheum, and it was friggin' awful. And I'm like, that person gets paid to do that. She just and she was and she get mad if people like didn't laugh. She go, that that's the joke. Uh, I hate I hate comedians <laughs> who scold. Comedians, one of my great pet peeves. Comedians who scold the audience for not laughing when you're supposed to make them laugh. Idiot. 
did, you never did that, did you, Ironhead, in your illustrious five-year career? No. No, you never got mad at the audience for not laughing? No, they were always belly laughing. I didn't have All right, to say I was going to say, yeah, you never had that problem, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, problem. But uh, we're going back to that point. We're going to start arresting comedians. And it won't be for you, you know, saying Dingleberry. It'll be for offending the trans mob. It'll be for saying Rachel Levine's a man. Then I'll arrest you. Take you away in fake handcuffs, imaginary handcuffs. But that uh, is uh, incredible. I can't wait. And I know you said, like, like, Chappelle takes everyone's phones away. They won't give you any snippets of what he said last night. But I can't wait for him to go after that other place, the first Avenue club or venue texter here. Uh, Mark says it holds 1,550 people. They paid to see him. They paid a lot. They were looking forward to see him. And because, you know, a few people got mad on Twitter, a few activists, they canceled Dave Chappelle. God, I hope that, uh, that, that club goes bankrupt. I really do. But anyway, a couple more things we got to get to. We got to get to, uh, I've been talking about ESPN, super woke ESPN for years. I think the, 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 the one time I really lost it, well, I shouldn't say one time, many times I've lost it on ESPN, which is more woke than MSNBC, more woke than the New York Times. Just you can't work there unless you hate Trump, unless you love Kaepernick. Those are the two rules. That's you, when you interview people, they say, do you hate Trump? Yes. Do you love Kaepernick? Yes. You're hired. That's how it works at ESPN. So anyway, they've, they've added a few people to the list, the Kaepernick list. You have to love Megan Rapinoe, too. Gotta love Megan Rapinoe. And you gotta hate Enos Cantor. Uh, so anyway, uh, a few years ago, they gave out their SP for, like, uh, special hero courage. And the nominees were, I mean, Pete Frades, Lauren Hill, a college basketball player who had dying of cancer and played anyway, and she was an amazing example, just an inspirational person, and Caitlyn Jenner, who less than a year before they gave her the award, killed somebody on the highway, <laughs> showed no, she's done nothing for anybody or he, whatever. Uh, I, I just want to, I want to note that that accident was after the transition too. <laughs> right. Right. She, is, <laughs> she was doing her makeup in the mirror and she <laughs> killed somebody on the California highway and they gave her an award for courage because she became a woman or whatever. And, and that's how, you know, ESPN was just, he was gone. I didn't watch the ESPN. I don't want to, I'm not going to, but this kind of blew up on uh, social media last night. Breakthrough athlete of the year at the ESPYs. Who was the host? Steph Curry got a lot of play, a lot of buzz for making jokes about LeBron and Tom Brady. And I, I guess Steph Curry did a nice job. But who's the, that's uh, SNL, whatever her name is. And oh, right. who's that? A Aaron Donald with this SNL chick. I don't know. Anyway, ESPN, the, the nominees were, I forget who, Jay Morant, uh, John Morant was one of them. Breakthrough Athlete of the Year. Breakthrough Athlete of the Year. They nom they not nominate, they nominate and award the winner, Eileen Gu. Now, if that name doesn't sound familiar, Eileen Gu is an Olympic, Olympian, a skier. A, a, I don't know, she won the gold. She won a couple of medals, I believe, skiing. For China. She's an American. For, I think from California. Eileen Gu is an American. She renounced her citizenship to uh, ski for China in the winter Olympics in Beijing to ski for our greatest adversary. The, the <laughs> and she, she won and, you know, wore the Chinese, whatever the colors and, and, and thanked China and was honored in China. She, uh, she won two golds, one in freestyle, one in women's free ski, big air and another in women's free ski half pipe. Mm-hmm. 
she she announced in 2019 she could be for China. She dodged questions about that, but she gave up her U.S. citizenship. Her father was American, her mother was Chinese, and skied for China. And ESPN gives her an award, an SP, and snubs you know Jamarant and uh, and a few other uh, you know uh, whatever Olympia uh, not Olympians but breakthrough athletes. Jamarant literally should have won. I don't care who else was nominated. <laughs> yeah, find can you find out the other nominees? Breakthrough athlete SPs. I want to know who else got snubbed so they could give it to a a a traitor. I mean, this, this literally, she renounced her U.S. citizenship because they paid her. She took money from China to piss on the, on America, and they give her an award. If that doesn't tell you all that you need to know about ESPN, that's that's worse than giving it to Caitlyn Jenner. That's worse than, you know, uh, you know giving Jamel Hill her own show. By the way, speaking of which, I'll do this quickly. Jamel Hill, I don't know if you heard, but uh, Jim Harbaugh, Michigan coach, it's big news. I mean, uh, he's, this is, I don't know if he's going to hold his job. Jim Harbaugh is Catholic. Yep. That's serious. I'm dead serious. He's Catholic. Oh he is God. He's Catholic. I don't know if you heard he's Catholic. I can't believe they hired him. I can't believe they haven't fired him. He's Catholic. And, uh, as a Catholic, he explained that he believes in life and he's against abortion. Yeah. I think he used to be able to do that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if I had to guess, I'd say, you know, uh, Bo Schembechler was probably against the board. I don't know, maybe Bear Bryant, uh, you know, against abortion. Who knows? But you're not allowed to be that anymore in America. Uh, he he spoke to a pro-life group and uh, he says in, in God's plan, each unborn human truly has a future filled with potential, talent, dreams and love. I have living proof in my family, my children, and the many thousands that I've coached that the unborn are amazing gifts from God to make this world a better place. To me, the right choice is to have the courage to let the unborn be born. That's all he said. He's pro-life. He's Catholic. That pissed off some people, including, of course, Jamel Hill, who, who responds with the most mindless tripe that you can in this debate. She tweets, and there's one person after another saying um, on there's a bunch of tweets com, uh, compiled by uh, Fox News here. And Jamel Hill writes, this might be a difficult concept for Jim Harbaugh of. She writes of any part should say or this might be a difficult concept for Jim Harbaugh. But if you don't want an abortion, don't get one. Not that hard. All right. That, that is so stupid. I can't believe people are still saying that. How about this, Jamel Hill? If you don't believe in slavery, don't own a slave. If you don't like, you know, domestic violence, don't beat your wife. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't solve the problem. If you don't believe in abortion, don't get one. Well, he doesn't believe in abortion. He doesn't want anyone to get one. That's kind of the Catholic you know, tenet here. You <laughs> You got to do better than that, Jamel. And there's one person after another saying he shouldn't be able to coach. Shouldn't be able to coach. Uh, This is the Palmer Report, another left-wing rag. Uh, No one who actively attempts to deny women their most basic rights should ever be allowed to hold a position of influence at a public university. That includes Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh and his anti-women fundraising. He's a public employee. Fire his ass. They want him fired for saying he's against abortion. It's just, oh, Charlotte Clymer, another one, another one. I'm very 
it's very easy for Jim Harbaugh to say that this when he and folks like him can't even find the courage to, to demand a society that doesn't neglect a child after they're born. Show me where Jim, Har- Jim Harbaugh fights for children's health care and education and we can talk. God, that's another, that's just such an idiotic argument. Yeah. You know, if you don't take care of the baby, then you should be in favor of killing it. Okay, good. No, you know, the kid, the kid might be poor, you know, he might be uh, put up for adoption. So I got a better idea. Let's kill him. <laughs> Great case there, Charlotte, as usual, you brainless buffoon, you fool. I right. quickly, shit, we don't have time for, uh, for all this, but, uh, 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 Novak Djokovic is officially out of the U.S. Open. That is amazing. One of the most fit, young, one of the greatest athletes in the world, greatest tennis player ever, as far as I'm concerned. I don't even know if I, that's true, but it's close. Uh, he's out because he didn't get vaccinated. Uh, I found this. Andrew Wiggins, the Golden State Warriors, he says he regrets getting vaccinated. He feels like he just buckled to the pressure unnecessarily. Uh, that might be a thing going forward. People who got vaccinated saying, I wish I didn't. I wish I didn't. And yeah. uh, a whole bunch of service people, reservists, National Guard are being kicked out any minute now because they weren't vaccinated. It's still a thing. They're still doing it. And Enos Cantor, if you missed this, went on with Tucker. He recorded. I love Enos Cantor. He's, I think his career's over in the NBA. He's been blackballed for criticizing China. So he had to talk to a number of people, including Adam Silver. And he recorded the conversations and he brought, brought the, brought the receipts to Tucker. It's incredible. They just say flat out, Hey, it's business. So what if they have slaves? So what if they're, you know, sterilizing, uh, you know, Uyghur Muslims and putting them in concentration camps. We got business to do in China. Enos, keep it under your hat. You think are any of these cuts worth playing? Oh yeah, we, definitely. Okay, what do you got? All right, here's one. Here's Ron Klempner, who's the general counsel of the National Basketball Players Association. Listen. So I got up the phone with the general counsel of the NBA, and he wants to now have a conversation about the his air concern right now is not so much what you are saying off the court or what it is that you're saying on the court when you step onto the court. And what he was well, saying. If- well, what does he say on the court? He writes something on his sneakers, but he doesn't say anything. He, yeah, I know. He had like the, the LeBron shoes that he was like pro slavery. Oh, that, right, right. He called LeBron. He wrote something on LeBron. Man, Enos Cantor's got guts. He, he, you know what? Did he get an SP last night? Check on that. See if he just can't get an SB. I mean, they must hate him. These people are shameless shills for friggin' communist China. <laughs> and Enos Cantor actually has a conversation with Adam Silva, correct? And I guess, I guess Silva was honest. He just says, Hey, this is hurting our business in China. They love, you know, they love social justice and, you know, racial justice. They like, Black Lives Matter, but when it comes to calling out a country that actually has people in concentration camps, ixnay on at they there, uh, Enos. We don't want to do that. Let's listen to the commissioner, this geek, this little, this little China butt boy. You're not breaking any rule in terms of the shoes. There's no rule I'm aware of that you're violating now. To me, you know, I think it's also, look, at the end of the day, we're also a business. 
we're also a business. We, we can't afford, so what if they're killing people? So what if they're the, the worst human rights offenders on the planet? It's business. <laughs> Honest to God, they have no shame. And uh, instead of, you know, listening to Enos Cantor, letting them, you know, letting them lead the charge and, 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 and expose this and bring awareness to this, they gave him the boot. He's out. After, I think, 11 years in the NBA, You'll know you won't have Enos Cantor, to, Enos Freedom Cantor, or Cantor Freedom, whatever it is, won't have him to kick around anymore. But he's got balls. He's the kind of guy who should, we should start our own ESPYS. I want to give him an award. I want to give uh, Eli Dickin an award. The the hero, the hero vigilante from Indiana. These people should be up on stage with Steph Curry and Aaron Donald getting awards. You know, at, at that ceremony with the, all the celebrities there, but they won't, they won't. Instead, they give an award to someone who uh, renounced her citizenship and won for China. God, that's incredible. I'm just surprised she beat out Kaepernick for the award. Aren't you? I mean, shit. Kaepernick still get an SP every year. He still get a big standing ovation. <laughs> every single time. Yeah. <laughs> every time. And uh, I'm surprised they didn't give an award to uh, Rachel Levine, woman of the year. <laughs> Oh, did Leah Thomas get acknowledged last night? I should have watched just so I could mock it. But if Leah Thomas didn't win, I'll be surprised. She's she's a hero to all the wokesters at ESPN as well. But uh, we had so much more, but we will leave it there for today. What did I miss, Ironhead? You look like you got anything, anything good? Um, we just had the video of the award. Uh, there's more of the, a couple more quotes from Tucker. Nothing Oh, we played it. We have the Evaldi, uh, the team photo, right? From Evaldi. We put that up there. The cops, all the plus size police officers from Evaldi. I'm telling you, you're a criminal in Evaldi. Just run. Just run. You just rob a, rob a store. Just run. There's not one guy, not one person, even the women on that all force who's going to catch you. Uh, just, just don't rob the Dairy Queen because they'll they'll be there. They're oh man, you don't want to rob the Dairy Queen, the most that, guarded that, register in the whole state. They, they will take that personally. But <laughs> anyway, we'll uh, we'll we'll be following all these stories, including including an update on uh, Joe Biden's cancer. Hopefully, you know he's going through chemo, handling it okay. And uh, once we uh, once we eliminate oil, nobody's going to get cancer from oil on the windshield ever again. That's what we have to do: eliminate oil. And there'll be no asthma, no cancer, at least not in Delaware. But anyway, that'll do it. Thanks to everybody for watching and listening and texting. And thanks to you, Ironhead. This is The Callahan Show. I'm Jerry Callahan. And I'll talk to you tomorrow morning only on Locals. shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the Am I the only one? Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Well, the tide is turning in Massachusetts after years of watching Democrats raise taxes, hinder local businesses, silence the voices of parents, and disrespect the police. The people have had enough. Go to MassGOP.org to learn more, get involved, or make a contribution.